you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Monday, August 3rd, which is Super Smash Brothers and Kirby creator Masahiro Sakurai's 50th birthday, apparently. So happy birthday, Sakurai. I am Kyle Hilliard, and here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Sony answers some questions about PlayStation 5 compatibility regarding PlayStation 4 accessories and sets a date for an upcoming State of Play presentation. Rumors are pointing towards Spider-Man potentially being a PlayStation exclusive for the upcoming Marvel's Avengers, a new Leisure Suit Larry game has been announced, and Microsoft is probably going to buy TikTok. Sony answers questions about PlayStation 5's compatibility with PlayStation 4 accessories. For the most part, PlayStation 5 backwards compatibility is mostly still a question mark. It seems the PlayStation 5 will play some PlayStation 4 games, but how many and whether or not the PlayStation 5 will be further backward compatible than that is still unclear. Those are questions that still remain unanswered, but Sony did offer some clarity recently on which PlayStation 4 accessories will work with the PlayStation 5. Here are all the details from a recent blog post on the PlayStation website, which is formatted like a big Q&A. Which existing PS4 peripherals slash accessories will work on PS5? The answer specialty peripherals, such as officially licensed racing wheels, arcade sticks, and flight sticks will work with PlayStation 5 games and supported PS4 games. The platinum and gold wireless headsets, as well as third-party headsets that connect via USB port or audio jack, will work on PS5. The headset companion app is not compatible with PS5. The DualShock 4 wireless controller and PlayStation officially licensed third-party gamepad controllers will work with supported PS4 games. Both the PS Move motion controllers and the PlayStation VR aim controller will work with supported PSVR games on PS5. Please note, not all PlayStation officially licensed or third-party peripherals slash accessories may work on PS5. We recommend checking with the manufacturer to confirm whether a product will work on PS5 and specific titles. Will DualShock 4 work with PS5 games? No. We believe that PS5 games should take advantage of the new capabilities and features we're bringing to the platform, including the features of DualSense Wireless Controller. Is the PlayStation camera for PS4 compatible with PlayStation 5? Yes. PlayStation camera will work with PS5 for playing supported PSVR games. It will require a PlayStation camera adapter that will be provided at no additional cost to PSVR users. More details on how to get the adapter will be announced at a later date. That blog post is linked in the show notes. So, the big takeaway seems to be that you can plug a lot of PlayStation 4 peripherals into the PlayStation 5, including the controller and the PlayStation VR headset, but those pieces will only work in concert with PlayStation 4 software. You won't be able to give player to the PlayStation 4 controller to play that multiplayer PlayStation 5 game, for example. I mean, it's all basically good news, I suppose, considering 
most of the time, accessories just don't move forward like that into the next console. Spider-Man may be exclusive to the PlayStation version of Marvel's Avengers, a since-removed product blurb on the retail website Base.com's listing for the upcoming Marvel's Avengers game noted that Spider-Man would be exclusive to the PlayStation 4 version of the game and, by extension, the PlayStation 5 version when that releases. Andy Robinson reported on the detail for VideoGamesChronicle.com and wrote, It's not clear if the marketing blurb was supplied by publisher Square Enix. However, the company has previously confirmed it has a global marketing deal with PlayStation and that there would be surprises for PlayStation players. That story is linked in the show notes and would be undeniably a pretty big surprise for PlayStation players. It would make sense, too, considering Sony's part ownership relationship with the character. Spider-Man has been a weirdly important element of Sony's business for some time. Sony makes money off all the Spider-Man Marvel movies, and the PlayStation 3 pretty much wholesale used the Spider-Man font established by the Sam Raimi Spider-Man films for its logo. And then, of course, there is the Insomniac-developed Spider-Man game that Sony published, which performed so well that it led Sony to finally put a ring on Insomniac's finger and purchase the studio. Andrew Reiner, my Shenmue playthrough buddy, former boss over at Game Informer, current editor-in-chief at Game Informer, had a pretty good take, or prediction, I guess you could say, and tweeted, Regarding the leak of Spider-Man being exclusive to the PlayStation version of The Avengers, I have no inside info on it, but my gut tells me it would just be the suit from the Insomniac game. The crazier, bigger idea would be they got the same voice actor and are doing a crossover. That makes a lot of sense to me. Spider-Man has appeared in plenty of other games on plenty of other platforms, despite the character's complicated ownership details with Sony, so I would be surprised if he was only in the PlayStation version of Marvel's Avengers. But if it is true, that's a pretty good reason to play the game on PlayStation 4 instead of Xbox One or PC. At the same time, though, it seems like a pretty big exclusive for Sony to claim to the point that it might hurt the sales of the larger game. Like, if there is an Xbox One owner out there who is excited for the game, and it turns out Spider-Man won't be playable on Xbox One, I could totally see that player deciding to just pass on the game altogether rather than go get a PlayStation 4 to play that version of the game, you know, just so they can play as their favorite character. That hypothetical example might be extreme, but I don't think it's impossible. I hope he isn't exclusive to PlayStation 4, but if he was and I was thinking about buying the game, it would absolutely sway me toward buying on PlayStation 4. Also related to Marvel's Avengers, a little bit of news I missed last week. Hawkeye will be coming to Marvel's Avengers as a free additional playable character shortly after launch. He's apparently a very gadget-focused character, which makes sense since Hawkeye, as far as I know, and I'm not a Marvel expert by any means, I don't think he has any superpowers. I feel like all the feedback I have heard about Marvel's Avengers from hands-on previews, etc., friends who have played it, is that it seems like a good to maybe fine game. It hasn't inspired much confidence in me. I don't find myself getting particularly excited about it, but I could totally see it being one of those games that gets a lot of excitement and buzz around it after it releases, which, you know, that would encourage me to check it out. So I suppose we'll see.
Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Sony is sharing a State of Play presentation later this week that will feature PlayStation 4 and PlayStation VR game updates. Sony shared some details this morning about an upcoming State of Play presentation planned for later this week. It is happening Thursday, August 6th at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time. And Sony is being careful about setting expectations for the show. Along with details of when it would be happening, Sony wrote in a tweet that the presentation will focus on upcoming PS4 and PSVR games. It will have a few quick check-ins on third-party and indie games from June's PS5 showcase and... Perhaps most importantly, there will be no big PlayStation 5 announcements. There were some additional details in the State of Play's announcement blog where Sony Interactive Entertainment Content Communications Director Sid Human wrote, It's been a while, but State of Play returns this Thursday with a focus on third-party published games coming to PS4 and PSVR. We'll have a few PS5 game updates on third-party and indie titles you last saw in June's PS5 showcase. The episode is weighing in at 40-plus minutes. We've got a great lineup in store featuring plenty of new gameplay footage and other game updates. Can't wait to hear what you think. And just to be super clear, there will be no PlayStation Studios updates in Thursday's episode. There won't be any updates around hardware, business, pre-orders, or dates either. On Thursday, our focus is squarely on showcasing some cool upcoming games coming to the broader PlayStation ecosystem. Should be fun. Console transitions like this are always so strange. I'm curious if this will feel like Sony sort of being like, I know we have the PlayStation 5 coming, but please, we'd love it if you'd consider buying these last few PlayStation 4 games. The phrasing makes it sound like it won't be completely without PlayStation 5 news, but I'm guessing it is going to be a lot of announcements that certain indie games planned for release on PlayStation 4 will also be coming to PlayStation 5, you know, and stuff like that. I am looking forward to it and we'll have details about it for Gaming Ride Home on Friday. A new Leisure Suit Larry game has been announced. The Leisure Suit Larry series began in 1987 as a point-and-click adventure game that was unique for its time as it was a game developed for and marketed towards, in theory, adults. You played as the titular Larry as he tried, usually failing spectacularly, to meet and hook up with women. It was full of sexual innuendo and crass jokes, and it spawned a ton of sequels, as well as a successful Kickstarter to remake the original game. 
the most recent iteration of the Leisure Suit Larry series was 2018's Leisure Suit Larry Wet Dreams Don't Dry, which handed the IP to a new German developer and did not involve the creator of the series, Al Lowe, in any way. My wife and I actually played through that 2018 game in full. It's the only Leisure Suit Larry game that I have personally ever played, but my wife has fond memories of playing the original games. It was an interesting experience because it felt outdated, both in terms of gameplay and subject matter, but it had a few interesting moments, including one fourth wall breaking moment near the end of the game that served as a pretty overt Donald Trump criticism. It was very weird. In any case, I guess the game was successful enough because a direct sequel has been announced, Wet Dreams Dry Twice, and it is releasing on PC in October. A few screenshots for the game have been released, but the only trailer is some live-action footage of an actor picking up the pieces of Larry's iconic leisure suit from a beach and putting it on as though he has been stranded on an island but is ready for a new adventure. It's a weird series that honestly feels out of place in the year 2020, but I am curious to see what developer Crazy Bunch has next for their take on Larry. Microsoft is planning on buying TikTok despite President Donald Trump's efforts to ban it. This is only tangentially related to video games, as I assume the branch of Microsoft interested in purchasing TikTok is probably separate from the branch of Microsoft that has anything to do with video games. But video games are a growing pillar of Microsoft's business. And though the services are different, I could see TikTok being integrated into Xbox Series X in a way similar to how Mixer was integrated with Xbox One. And in the same way, I could see Microsoft buying TikTok and then the platform immediately loses all of its perceived coolness and then just kind of disappears. I don't know if that will happen, but I don't think it's outside of the realm of possibility. But anyway, Donald Trump doesn't like TikTok. And though he has cited privacy concerns and has not publicly stated otherwise, it very likely has to do with how TikTok users managed to inflate his rally numbers, leading to a disappointing supporter showing a few months ago in Tulsa, Oklahoma. But Regardless of all that, Microsoft was interested in purchasing the platform and continues to be, despite all this, in a Microsoft blog post that wasn't attributed to any specific person. It reads, Following conversations between Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella and President Donald J. Trump, Microsoft is prepared to continue discussions to explore a purchase of TikTok in the United States. Microsoft fully appreciates the importance of addressing the president's concerns. It is committed to acquiring TikTok, subject to a complete security review and providing proper economic benefits to the United States, including the United States Treasury. That blog is linked in the show notes, and though it basically says nothing is set in stone, it seems Microsoft is planning on making the purchase official in a few weeks. The purchasing of platforms like this has honestly really never gone well for the long-term endurance of the purchased platform, but I am curious to see what comes from it. From a video game perspective, I think it would be cool to have an easy, integrated way to share short gameplay clips online. You can already do this without too much difficulty, but it is still a process that could be made easier. That's it for gaming news today. I mostly played Paper Mario, the origami king this weekend, and not much else. 
in the typical RPG story of having to collect X number of things to defeat the final enemy, in this case that number is five, I collected the first thing this weekend. I fought my first bosses, and I really enjoyed the battles. I had heard the bosses were a little bit trial and error, but I didn't really feel that way, at least not with the first two big bosses. I did have to use a few of my turns against the boss to grab the hints littered across the boss fight battlefield, but I enjoyed those battles. Those first two were kind of like tutorial bosses though, so maybe they get frustrating and annoying in the future, but those early ones made me want to seek out more bosses. I'm taking that game very slow, and I still haven't fallen in love with it by any means, but I am enjoying it enough to keep going with it. I don't really know if I will see it to the end, but without any really big new releases on the immediate horizon, I am happy to keep playing it. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info, and please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through Metal Gear Rising Revengeance. You can also find me on The MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussions. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. 